0: A story. A man came home from work and found his three children outside, still in their pajamas, playing in the mud, with empty boxes and wrappers strewn around the garden. The door of his wife's car was open, as was the front door to the house, and there was no sign of the dog. Walking in the door, he found an even bigger mess. A lamp had been knocked over. The throw rug was against one wall. In the front room, the TV was on loudly with the cartoon channel. The family room was strewn with toys and various items of clothing. In the kitchen, dishes filled the sink. Breakfast food was spilled on the counter. The fridge door was wide open. Dog food was spilled on the floor. A broken glass lay under the table and a small pile of sand was spread by the back door. He quickly headed up the stairs, stepping over more toys and more piles of clothes, looking for his wife. He was worried that she might be ill or that something serious had happened. He was met with a small trickle of water coming, making its way out underneath the bathroom door. As he peered inside, he found wet towels, gummy soap, and more tr- toys strewn all over the floor. Miles of toilet paper lay in a heap on the floor. Toothpaste had been smeared over the windows and the walls. As he rushed to the bedroom, he found his wife curled up in the bed in her pajamas reading a novel. She looked up at him, smiled, and asked how his day went. He looked at her bewildered and said, what happened here today? She again smiled and said, you know every day when you come home from work and ask me what in the world I do all day? Yes, she answered, well, today I didn't do it. I have some definitions of words for moms. Feedback. The inevitable result when the baby doesn't appreciate the strained carrots. (laughs) Full name. What you call your child when you're angry with him. Bottle feeding. An opportunity for dad to get up at 2 a.m. Independent. How we want our children to be for as long as they do everything that we say puddle a small body of water that draws other small bodies wearing dry shoes into show off a child who is more talented than yours <laughs> supposedly who done it none of the children that live in your house grandparents the people who think that your children are wonderful even though you're sure you're, they're sure you're not raising them right and finally dumb waiter one who asks if the children would care to order a dessert. <laughs> and finally, the least four uh, popular, the four least popular Mother's Day gifts. You're in trouble, guys. If you've ever done one of these. Number four is a cutting board. Number three, cash. You'll take cash? Okay. <laughs> Number two, a vacuum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, honey, it's the latest model. Good idea. And number one, the least popular is a gym membership. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? I really, really hope for your sake, gentlemen, that you've never given one of these to your wife or your mother or your grandmother. Um, This morning, we're going to take a little break from our series called The Power of God in Your Life as we talk about moms today and honoring our moms and I want to talk about uh, the sacrifices that our mothers make. And I want to talk about how we can honor our moms uh, no matter what we're going through. Uh, one of the things that I think is so important uh, is that we learn from Jesus' example of how he honored his mom. Sometimes when we're little, it, it seems like it's, Mother's Day is almost easier when you're small. Right? Because you go to school and it's like we're gonna make a we're gonna make a card for mom. And so you make the card and it's scribbled, it's got hearts all over it and stickers everywhere that make no sense. And you just make this card uh, for mom and she loves it. You know, it's always the greatest thing ever. Okay. And then you get a little bit older and and maybe dad takes you out shopping the day before Mother's Day, because he kind of forgot that Mother's Day's coming up. Never happens, right, guys? Come on, kids, we gotta go to the Hallmark store. Uh you get a little bit older, and then and then it seems harder uh, to try and figure out exactly what is the perfect gift for Mother's Day. How, how can I honor her? The older you get, the more you realize what she's done for you, what she's done for your family, and and it seems like it gets harder and harder to figure out how can I possibly repay everything that she's done. How can I do that? How can I repay her for for the way that she's raised our kids? Or how can I repay her for the way she raised me? How can I repay her for the way she treats her grandkids? How can I possibly do that? And to me, it seems like it gets harder and harder every year to honor grandma or to honor mom or to honor your wife uh, with material gifts. It becomes harder and harder to, to honor them with these material things. Not that there's anything wrong with it, not that there's anything bad about it, and we should honor our our wives and our moms and our grandmothers. But I think that one of the important things to remember is that to truly honor our mothers, we must honor them by the way that we live our lives. That the best way to honor our moms, to truly honor them, is we have to honor them by the way that we live our lives. And this is how we can really show that the things that they've taught us, that the ways that they've led us, really have impacted us and have changed us and made us who we are. So like I said, we're going to take a little break from the power of God in your life, and we're going to talk about moms today. Uh, If you would uh, grab your Bible, I want to read a passage from John chapter 19. And this is a short passage, and it's going to be on the screen. And grab your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 2, because that's where we're going to spend the most of our time. But in in John chapter 19, if you'll see it up there on the screen, Verses 25 through 27. Verse 25 says, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, uh, Mary, the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Now, Jesus is in the darkest moment of his life. He is about ready to die. He is dying for the sins of humanity. He is giving up his life so that we could have forgiveness, so that humanity could be forgiven of all their sins. That if we will believe in Jesus and repent from our sins, confess our faith and be baptized, our sins will be washed away because of the grace of God given to us through the cross of Christ. And so here is Jesus dying on the cross, And he sees four women and one man. And they are watching. Could you imagine being Jesus' mother? Could you imagine being Mary? Watching your son beaten and flogged. He had been uh, arrested and he had been tried. and, And now he was being crucified. And I wonder if the words of Simeon came back to her mind. And you may be wondering, well, who is Simeon? Simeon was someone who they met many years before, 30-some years before, in the temple in Jerusalem. If you will turn to Luke chapter 2, it's on page 725 of the Pew Bible in front of you, or if you brought your Bible, it's, on, it's in uh, Luke chapter 2. And we're going to look at verse 21, starting at verse 21. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus the name the angel had given him before he had been conceived. And when the time of their purification according to the law of Moses had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And listen to this. And a sword will pierce your own soul too and i wonder as she sat there in the shadow of the cross watching her son writhing in agony dying on the cross if those words were ringing in her ears if those words were ringing in her heart if a sword was piercing her soul and jesus in tenderness and compassion looks at his mother and he says, dear woman. And you may be thinking, why doesn't he say mom? Why doesn't he say mother? Why doesn't he say dear mother? He is saving her in compassion. He is saving her from the realization that he is her son. He's, dr- he's not bringing it to mind. He's not calling it to mind that they are doing this to your son. He says, dear woman, here is your son. And, she, and he gives Mary to his dear friend, John. Mary was probably a widow. She's probably in her late 40s. And there would have been no one to take care of her because that was the oldest son's job. That was Jesus' job, was to take care of his mother. But now with him gone, with him dying, who would take care of Mary? She would have no one to take care of her. And so here she is in Jerusalem, a long way from home. What is she going to do? And Jesus, in this moment of compassion, in this moment of care, in this moment of honoring his mother... As the fourth commandment says Honor your father and mother He honors his mother In this way He hands her over To his dear friend John To take care of her Dear woman Here is your son And then he says to John Here is your mother Take care of her as you would Your very own mother He honors her He honors her by providing for her he is in the darkest moment of his life he is suffering and dying and yet what does he do he provides for the needs of his mother he honors her even at the very end so it makes me wonder what about us what can we do to honor the special women in our lives our mothers our grandmothers our wives how can we honor these special women in our lives? And, and like I said earlier, that to truly honor our mothers, we need to honor them in the way that we live. And so I think there's you know, two ways that we can really honor our moms, two practical ways that we can do this. Uh, the first is to remember her. That's what Jesus did. He remembered his mother. Even at the very end, he remembered her. And, and one of the things that we can remember about our moms is we need to remember their sacrifices. How many of your moms made a sacrifice for you? Or several, or dozens, or millions? I, I remember um, high school graduation day. I graduated in 19... <laughs> um, uh, coming up on 25 in just a couple years. Ooh, where's the time go? So it's graduation day and we go to Crown Point High School and the whole family's there. My grandparents have come up from Texas to see their oldest, son, uh, oldest grandson graduate. So I'm graduating from high school. I'm very excited, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. And, and we go to my friend's house after graduation. Uh, there were four of us who hung out in high school all the time, we were uh, four best friends. And, and so we said that, uh, well, we're gonna hang out all night. So I say to my parents, in my 18 years of wisdom, I have finally got to the point where I say, don't wait up for me. I'm staying out all night. I no longer have a curfew. I was a man now. Or so I thought. So we spend the whole night, we're hanging out all night, we go, we, we're driving around town, we're just, we go to Denny's because that's what high school kids do, we went to Denny's and we're, we're just hanging out, uh, we were going to go TP someone's house and we have, oh yeah, I mean come on, we're 18, what else are we going to do? So we're going to go out and TP someone's house and then somebody runs out of the house and we run into our cars, we're being chased all over town and everything and it, we just had a blast. The sun's coming up, it's about 5.30 in the morning. And I stroll into the house. And there she was. She stayed up all night waiting for me to get home. It was a sacrifice she was willing to make. She sacrificed the night of sleep to make sure her son got home safe and sound. That's a mother's love. So how can we remember our moms by the sacrifices that they made? Remember the sacrifices think about those things that she did for you think about those things that she continues to do for you those sacrifices that our moms have made children teenagers how I, i got some teenagers in the room how can you honor your moms how can you remember your moms remember to obey your moms what what yes here and this is why ephesians chapter 6 verses 1 through 3 children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth teenagers obey your mom she's been there she knows what it's like to be a teenager and and don't don't do what i did okay because what you'll do is you'll pull out the, you don't know what it's like these days. Yes, they do. They had overbearing parents who drove them crazy too. Okay? I'm just, just saying. Honor your mom by obeying her. Remember to obey your mom. And again, like Paul wrote in Ephesians, it is the first commandment with a promise. That out of the Ten Commandments, the first one that has a promise is the command to uh, honor your mother and father. To obey your parents. If there is a promise that goes along with that, teenagers, you will enjoy long life in the earth because your parents won't kill you. <laughs> Honor your parents, teenagers. If your mom's not with you anymore, if you're grieving the loss of your mother, if you're, if you're hurting this morning, uh, my prayers go out for you because it's got to be very, very hard. And, and I'm blessed to have my mom with me still. And if you're having a hard time today, uh, I believe that you can remember your mom and honor her too. That you can continue to honor and remember her. And you do that by the way that you raise your family. You do that by the way that you treat your wife. If you're a man, if you're a woman, by the way that you treat your children, the way that you treat your husband. We can honor, you can honor your mom in the way that you live. You can honor your mom in the way that you treat your family. So we need to remember our moms, just like Jesus remembered his mom. He remembered his mother as he was dying on the cross. The other thing that we can do is not just to remember our moms, uh, but we need to uh, honor them uh, and continue to honor them by providing for them. We need to provide for our moms. And this gets harder, this gets tricky, uh, because it means that somehow... Uh, we have to grow up and that's hard because when you're younger mom and dad provide for you they take care of you and everything feels safe and secure for the most part mom and dad got this they're going to take care of it they put the food on the table you know, uh, they, they take care of us but as we start to get older then it comes time to take care of them and that can, make s- that can mean some really hard decisions That can mean some very difficult decisions that have to be made. So how can you provide for your children, uh, for your mother? How can you provide for your mom? And I think it's to keep her best interests in mind. What is best for mom? Uh, What is the best thing to do for her to provide for her needs? What is the best thing to do uh, to provide uh, when she is uh, lonely? What is the best thing to do to provide uh, when she uh, is missing her children? When she is missing her grandchildren? Uh, what do you do when when her uh, when your father passes away, your stepfather passes away? You know, how are you going to provide for your mom I- if your mom is facing things like uh, dementia or Alzheimer's? You know, how do you provide for her in those in those times in those difficult days? And I think again, it is it is a matter of um, knowing what is best and doing what is best so one of the things you can do is you can seek godly counsel if you don't know what to do if you're not sure what decision to make and you're not sure exactly how the best way to take care of your mom is seek the wisdom and counsel of others people that you trust people who've been through the same situation Seek the counsel and wisdom of other people who you can say to them, hey, I'm I'm really having a hard time with this. Have you ever dealt with this before? Have you ever had this situation before? And can you help me with this? Because it's a tough decision. It's really, really hard. So can you help me with this? And seek the counsel and the wisdom of God in prayer. Pray for the wisdom to know how best to provide for your mom. Because I know you want to honor her. And I know you want to do what's right by her. And so seek the counsel of others and seek God's wisdom in prayer when it comes to providing for your mom. I think that one of my challenges for you today, that one of the, what I really want to challenge you today is, is I want you to, to remember your mom by praying for her. To remember your mom by praying for her. Now, this could be uh, different kinds of prayers uh, if your mom is still with you pray for god's blessing and guidance and and wisdom for her pray that she would uh raise uh, continue if you're a teenager continue to raise you well uh if your mom is a little bit older she's got grandkids pray for her as a grandmother uh, i've heard it said that uh, grandparent grandchildren are a reward for not killing your parent- kids when they're teenagers I, I i don't i don't buy that I, I don't believe that at all i was a perfect angel um um, but pray for your mom uh, If she's got grandkids Pray for her grandkids uh, Pray that she would uh, Continue to be the kind of mom uh, To your grandkids uh, That she was to you So pray for your mom uh, If she's struggling with, with things like Alzheimer's or dementia Pray that, that God would Show her and remind her Reveal to her that she is loved Because it, it's It's hard Uh, I remember when my great-grandmother had Alzheimer's, and it it was really, really hard on our family watching her go through that. A lot of tears were were cried. Um, It's really, really hard. And so pray that God would would just open her mind to remember that she is loved, loved by her children and loved by her grandkids, loved by you. Uh, If your mom is no longer with you, uh, I think that you can pray for yourself to live the kind of life honors her to live the kind of life that will honor her memory and so tell your mom that you love her some of the most powerful words that you can say are i love you mom tell your mom that you love her even if you're estranged from her even if you're having a difficult uh, relationship with her let her know that you love her if she's no longer with you thank god for her Thank God for her love for you. Pray a prayer of thanksgiving for your mom. So my challenge for you today is to pray for your mother. And then to live a life that honors her. Because we truly honor our mothers when we live lives that honor her. When we honor her with our lives. Let's pray. Father God, we again thank you for the gifts of moms. For the ways that they bless our lives. For the love that they give to us from the moment that we're born. And I know not everyone, not everyone has a good mom. And they try. And sometimes we take them for granted. Sometimes we don't honor them in the way that we live. And sometimes we don't honor them in the things that we say and the things that we do. Forgive us for that. For that we are commanded in your word to honor our parents. So when we fail to do that, I pray that you would forgive us. I pray this morning for those who are missing their mothers again and, and I pray that, Lord, you would just remind them uh, uh, of the love that their mother had for them, the, the love they have for their moms. Help us to, uh, to remember our mothers, uh, even if they are distant from us, even if they are away from us. And help us to, to share uh, the, the love that we have for our mothers with those around us. Thank you for the gift of motherhood and thank you for your word.